Welcome to Becoming Your Greatest Possible Self. I am Chris Burns, America's number one motivational speaker for fiery inspiration and GPS coach for entrepreneurs and high achievers. Each episode, we interview leaders and great role models who make a massive impact in the world to help you master yourself, take courageous action, and make every day your best day ever. So, ladies and gentlemen, this woman, Petia Kolibova, is a freaking powerhouse, transforming women's lives, doing women's retreats, live events, and retreats in general. Um, she is just a powerhouse, has a podcast, so many so many great things I could say about her, and uh, she just holds a very, very special place in my heart. So you definitely want to stay tuned to this interview. It is going to be transformational, impactful, and blow your mind, specifically for you who's trying to transform your self-love wants a, a new relationship with yourself, you're committed to transforming that relationship with yourself, this is an interview for you. Before we dive in, I want to say thank you for being here, for choosing to be your greatest possible self, taking one step at a time, listening to podcasts, going to events, hiring coaches, and finding mentors who can help you get to where you want to go. Those who seek, ye shall find. So keep seeking, keep knowing that you already have everything within you, and how can you connect the dots? How can you connect with awesome people who can help you get to where you want to go? Super, super important. Next up is the iTunes review of the week. Let's see who it's by this week. I believe it is by Rika. Rika123 who says, energy boost. Chris is a light and a force who delivers personal growth messages with a dedicated intention of creating a more loving, up-leveled world for us all. His energy is infectious. He brings equally empowered and inspiring guests on the show, and the conversations just flow. Thank you, Rika123. Appreciate you. If you want a chance to get shouted out on a future 12-hour live stream, go to beergps.com forward slash iTunes or search Greatest Possible Self on the Apple Podcast Store, and you can give us a review there. Let us know what you love, what you want to see more of, how we can improve the show for you. I love the feedback. Thank you so much in advance for doing that and just being a part of the journey. Stay tuned, stay plugged in, and keep growing yourself. I'm going to introduce Petia in just a second here. Before that, grab a piece of paper, grab a pen, be ready to take notes because I know she dives into the tactics, the strategies, the how-to, and she also has just super inspiration, great energy. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be with her if she didn't. But she's, she is one of a kind, um, my dream woman. But that aside, she's an amazing, amazing human being. Let's introduce her, and then we'll bring her on the screen. Petia Kolibova is a women's transformational coach who helps women who have been pushed down and been playing it small due to toxic relationships or unhealed childhood trauma to create a life that is true to them and their soul's purpose. Her mission is to help women who are on the path to healing from those past wounds move through their limiting beliefs and the internal blocks so they can finally do what they want to do, what feels good to them, serve other women in a powerful way online. Petia pairs feminine flow with strategic planning to give entrepreneurs immense clarity and the exact steps to transition from side hustler to CEO. If she's not interviewing on her podcast, Unapologetically Abundant, working out, or reading, you will find her in nature, disconnecting from the world to reconnect with herself. And again, that is just the tip of the iceberg with this powerhouse boss babe. Petia, are you ready to rock this house, Superwoman? Of course I am. 
We're live on Become Your Greatest Possible Self. Thank you for being here and for dedicating your time and energy to our audience to help us with our self-love. I know it's been a really powerful journey for yourself to, to create your own relationship with yourself with self-love. So thank you for everything you share today and empower especially the women out there who are wanting to build that relationship with themselves. Absolutely. And thank you so much for creating such a powerful topic because it doesn't matter how many times we hear about it or talk about it, unless we truly embrace it and embody it, it won't make a difference in our lives. Mm, mm, I love it. Uh, embrace and embody. That's key number one. People, if you aren't writing this, these things down, like what are you doing? Grab a piece of paper, grab a pen, be putting it in your notes because it's so funny. I use a piece of paper and pen, but I think your tribe is like, no, I'm on my phone. Like everyone <laughs> everyone looks at, at pages, web pages on their phone now. I'm like, man, I'm, I'm just using my computer. Anyways, so write this down. That's super important to embody it and we'll, we'll dive into it. But Petia, let's start with self-love is true love. What does that mean to you? It means that unless you truly love yourself, you can never get enough of it outside. Like outsourcing your love, outsourcing the worthiness, it's it's never going to fulfill you the way when you fill your own cup, when you love yourself, because the energy that you are putting out there will come back to you. So if you're putting out there scarcity, if you're putting out there not enoughness, if you're putting out there, I need this, I mm. need the love, you're not going to get the back. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And I think it's the, the scarcity energy and the unworthiness, which is why so many people struggle with love in, in the first place. Like they see themselves as not enough. And so they're constantly looking for things outside of themselves to fill that void, to fill that hole, whether it's addictions, shopping, drugs, alcohol, TV, eating, right? There's so many different things that, that try to cover up that feeling of uh, unworthiness, but to really just recognize, hey, if I want to stop being on this endless treadmill of looking outside of myself, I really get to go within first. Absolutely, because it all starts inside. And like you said, no matter where you're in your life, it comes back to how worthy you're feeling, how worthy you're feeling of having the joy, having the love, having the prosperity, because each of us, it's a little bit on a different path. Mm -hmm. But all we truly want is to be seen, to be heard, to be loved and to truly matter. And if you don't feel worthy of having it, you cannot keep it. So you can be in relationship, but it will get break. You can make the money, but you will spend it or lose it because you don't feel worthy of holding it. Yeah. Yeah, this is, is powerful. And you've been on the show a couple of times. So um, I'm not going to do the normal thing of like, tell us a little bit more about your clients, how you serve them, like what do you stand for, that kind of stuff. I want to I want to just dive in right 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 away to like a, a real example. Can you tell us about one of your clients who was having a self love challenge, who wasn't filling themselves up first, and then was seeking it outside of themselves, and like what you what you could have done or what you did do to help that client to start to love themselves. You don't have to use specific names, or you can. It's up to you. But I think that would be really great for people to see like hey what what does this actually mean what does it look like if if i'm not, if i'm outsourcing my worthiness and my love and what can i do about it can we dive into one example absolutely and it's just like few women came up you know in my mind because i truly believe that everything starts with the self love and sometimes when we think self love we think like oh i just got to love myself mm -hmm. how do you actually do that right 
because all our lives we were thinking about like how do I have people love me so I did um, a breakthrough session with one of my clients we did the breakthrough session because she's very successful businesswoman and so she knows how to attract sales she knows how to build the strategies to build the success well what happens is that she was feeling that she kept hitting the ceiling that she does things she succeeds but she never surpasses it mm. and that came back to feeling worthy mm. of having it all and when we really broke it down i asked her how do you love yourself mm. And and she just didn't know what to say. She was like, well, I meditate. I'm like, that's great. Yeah. I love meditation. And how does that say, you know, I love you? Mm. So one of the things that I love telling my clients is first you get to feel good about you and then love you. And then the love that you're feeling, it's going to attract more of your clients. Mm. So we created a new morning routine for her that includes body love. Mm -hmm. Because very often we disconnect. We are in our head. So I told her, it's time to drop into your heart. Mm -hmm. And very often as women, we don't feel safe in our hearts. Mm -hmm. We got brokenhearted. We got lied. We got cheated. You know, we all have a different stories, you know, or when we were told we are not good enough, our heart got broken and we build the walls. So when you can start there, drop mm. from your head, from the strategies, from the doing, from the how-to mm. into your heart and connect with your body. Not just have your body carry you around the whole day, but truly love it. Mm. So how do you love yourself every day? So something that I do, I love slow mornings. That's saying... I am worthy of this time. This is a gift for myself. Mm. It feels good. I do that. I'm still learning to let my phone completely out. It's a process, you know, because I get like inspired ideas and let me look at this and let me send this. And I know that when I honor myself, I give myself the space and time. I feel loved because yeah. my love language is touch and quality time so when i give myself the quality time then i'm open to receive and give it to others mm. and to connect with my body what i started to do a few weeks ago i have i brought a, a absolutely incredible scent that oil from bali mm -hmm. and every morning when i'm getting ready i put and it's 11 11 <laughs> just saying it's like a perfect um i put this all on me in such a slow way and something that i ask myself what is the part of my body that i'm avoiding mm. we all have a part of our body that we're avoiding that we don't give it enough love mm. so i give the body part extra love for me i know it's it's you know funny but it's the heels mm. So they're like, you know, like dry and, and, you know, sometimes in summer when I'm walking barefoot. So I'm like, okay, where can I give my body love and feel loved? Because when I do that, my energy is completely different than when I get out of the bed, rush to put baby outside, grab my phone. It's different dynamics. So give yourself some love. And when we created this routine, she just ordered a couple things online and she was in completely different energy. She got a client the next morning. 
mm. invested thousands of dollars in her. So it's not just like, oh, she got like $100 bag, you know, whatever. <laughs> no, it's a client who like right the next morning. Wow. And that's only one. Like another client that we did, um, we tapped back into her worthiness and self-love and connecting with her intuition hmm. because she was doing things that didn't feel right to her, but she didn't want to do the wrong things. Hmm. You know, like when we are afraid to be judged by others or what would other people think, like you get to go back to you, connect with you, what feels right and then do it. She did a decision and she unblocked her energy. Hmm. The next morning she got client. Wow. So like, just do the sessions with me before you go asleep. And in the morning you get clients lining out. It's just one day, one day turnaround guaranteed. <laughs> no, I'm, just kidding. I'm not guaranteeing it yet because I just started to do these 90 minutes intense sessions, yeah. you know? Yeah. And the, 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 the few times that I did it, it's just like when women do yeah. would be sh show up. Yeah. That's yeah. the thing. It's not like, Listen, I'm a check witch. I embrace it. And I cannot do the magic if yeah. you are not part of it. Like, you are the magic. I'm here just to remind you. Yeah. And when you're coming from a place of love and compassion, oh, it's just like the universe. It's like, girl, here are your wings. Or, hey, you know, like, here's... There's all the support. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And I, I totally agree. I think when we were in Czech Republic that I felt a spaciousness about me that allowed, I felt like allowed me to manifest more, you know, like the energy. I wasn't constantly doing, doing, doing. I, I still had like these concerns and like kind of doubts and, oh, well, what if, what if like this doesn't happen? What if I don't get enough clients in this amount of time, time frame or whatever? But like it was like some really profitable months when I was in in Czech Republic and Bali was awesome too. When we we're there, it's just that, that energy. When we get out of the hustle mode of constantly needing to do more and instead take care of ourselves and sink into that energy of I'm worth it. I deserve it. And like, stop, stop being ran by should I have to, I, I, sh I, I have to, I should be doing this, these obligations and it's constricting. It, it cuts off our, our connection with our source. So to really do that is, is so powerful. And I also love what you said about the body love as well. Cause I think a lot of women struggle with that men too, but especially, especially women, I think the beauty being beautiful is something that's seen as valuable in our society. So like every woman wants to be seen as beautiful, as sexy, as attractive men, it's, they want that, but it's not like a priority men. It's more so how can I be useful? How can I go make money to provide for the family? Like that's the priority versus I think for women, it's more, how do I, how do I embody my feminine glow and my feminine flow even more to, to make my man or whoever, whoever my significant other, my family, my community happy and proud of me because I'm in my feminine flow. It's, it's really interesting. It is. And, and you think, I, I truly believe, and I know that you stand for that too, that we get to have that balance. Yeah. Because if I could be in my feminine flow every single day, listen, I'm running like half naked around with my hair down and just like flowy dresses and <laughs> flowers and candles. And I'm not going to get on any sales calls. I'm not going to plan and watch my podcast. Like <laughs> doing part would not be happening. I would yeah. be just like, Oh, just like I'm here to receive. Yeah. And to a certain point, it works. And I truly believe that we get to have 
this beautiful dance between knowing and trusting that feeling when to do things and when to relax and receive. Because I can guarantee you when I receive clients, it's because first I planted the seeds, but second, I'm relaxed. I'm in a state of receiving. Mm. Because if I'm on my phone, it's like, I got to get a new client. I got to get a new client. Like, oh, that energy speaks louder than any words. But when I'm coming from place of love, like, mm. listen, I know I can change their lives. I'm here for you. Mm. But if that doesn't resonate with you, I'm not for you. Yeah. And I know the, the body, body love is a big part of it. I think that was like one of the, the three things that you really wanted to cover today. And I also know that like having a tribe of women is super important as well. Tell us, how was your journey? How did your journey evolve from when you in the, were in the beginning and how you related to women and how you related to yourself to where you're at today? Oh my goodness. Like I don't look like, but I wasn't like girls, girl. I wasn't playing with girls. They were drama. They were competitive. I had to be always pleasing them and I didn't want to be wearing the stuff they wanted to be wearing. So I was always hanging out with the boys. I was like riding a dirt bike and we're smoking at the cemetery. And it's like all the like wrong things, but it was fun. Men were easy back then, meaning that it's black or white. I didn't like you or I don't like you. I want to hang out with you or I don't. But for me, my experience was like, I don't like women. There's too much drama. I don't get it. They say one thing, they do another thing. So that's the story I have created. And I never had the sisterhood or like best friends or anything. And then when I launched my podcast and I started to be inviting women that I, I, I look up to, I started to feel differently, but not yet fully embracing it. When I started to really embracing it was when I started to go into live events with mm-hmm. other women. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this feels good. Mm-hmm. This feels like home. Like there is no comparing or cattiness or I'm better than you. It's like, how can I support you? Mm-hmm. And that's what I started to do. And that's why I got like some incredible friends like Shannon Lutz. We connected, but I, the first thing that I ever asked, and I was like, Hey, how can I support you? And she was like, wow. But I meant it out like from the bottom of my heart. How can I support you? And uh, that's how I started to create like loyal, beautiful relationship. Like look at Tiffany Carter. I love her to life. She's so supportive. She's like, such a cheerleader and that was not my experience so I realized that when we lock our arms with other women we are like freaking unstoppable yeah it's like it's incredible because when I was growing up I was thinking that feminine is weak Mm. that feminine it's dependable feminine it's not something you want to aspire to now I look at it and I'm like, I am fierce feminine. Mm. I'm like a beautiful, strong river. I am nurturing everything around me. Just think about the vegetation that river is nurturing all around her. Yeah. And like, the, of course, butterflies, and hummingbirds and all these things <laughs> that are being nurtured. But I see women and sisterhood as something that it's, it's, it's a must. It's yeah. like air, like I, like I breathe. I cannot be where I am without that. Yeah. So what what would you recommend to a woman out there who 
knows that she should be connecting more, but she doesn't, maybe, I don't know, what kind of blocks would stop her? Is it the cattiness? Is it not feeling worthy, not feeling like she'll have something to contribute? Like, what do you think might come up in her head? And then what can she do to like beat that, to overcome that, to let that go and step into her true power and true flow? Yeah, well, that's just such a great question because I truly believe that each of us created like a different stories of why. And uh, two main that come for me, it's really the competitiveness, the cuttiness, and I'm better off by myself. I can do it. I don't need anyone else. It's that pride and ego and trying to protect yourself, like keeping your heart closed. Mm -hmm. And the second one, it's like, I won't belong. I won't be good enough. They won't accept me. I am weird. I have these things, like they will judge me. Mm. So those two are the most powerful stories that I see in women. And I am like, I don't even know what's the word for it. But for me, just like non-negotiable. I'm so fierce about being kind to one another. And it doesn't mean like not standing up for what you believe. If somebody doesn't feel good, well, you're just going to love them from very, very, very far away. But I don't allow the judgment and comparing. And I just call the girls on their BS. Because mm. mm. the thing is that if you're playing it small and giving your power away, that's how your life is going to be. And not only with women, but with your clients, with, with your relationships. So really owning that power it's incredible. And that's something that came up for me uh, when I hosted a couple of weeks ago, uh, my first woman's weekend retreat here in Las Vegas. What I heard from the girls is that they truly miss that sisterhood mm. where they can be themselves and have the sustainable support. Because we both know it, Chris. We attended so many conferences, so many live events. You are on top of the world. You are dancing then and screaming with Tony Robbins. And, and then you come home and you're like, what the heck do I do now? Like, mm. I don't have Tony to high five me and dance with me, you know? Yeah. So what do I do? And not everybody is as lucky as we are to have a partner who truly believes in us and and supports us in every day most people don't have that yeah which is like another episode itself but i truly realize that women get to have other women in their life to support them and to remind them of their greatness when in the moments that they forget it when they're overwhelmed when they're feeling alone when they're feeling not good enough and that's why i got this idea that not every woman it's in a place to work with me one-on-one to get that feeling mm. or even luckier for some of my local clients they get to meet me in person or mm. in my lab retreats but i have created a men for more mastermind for women because it's truly about that group that support that belonging that let's lock our arms and let's walk together mm. it's just priceless yeah. I love it. I love it. I think it, different offers, different opportunities for people to get involved at, at whatever level that they're ready for. That's that's so important. And I think that's why a lot of people put out free content today, which is is valuable. Um, I think it's a, I think it's important to, to put out great free content to like give away the gold, right? And that's there's a lot of that in interviews. There's a lot of that in eBooks and PDF checklists and all these great freebies and things like that. And at a certain point, 
Like you got to ask yourself, how much longer am I willing to try to piece it all together on my own and feel unsupported and not not get the guidance and you know one-on-one support and and that sisterhood or that brotherhood or the family that I'm looking for to feel welcome to feel empowered like I can do anything I set my mind to and like you said that that fear of I'm 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 not understood I'm not worthy like they like I'm gonna come in I'm gonna share my true heart and then I'm gonna be rejected well the beauty of a coach the beauty of having a community where you can share this stuff is you share it and people are like yeah awesome go like keep like that's so amazing that that's your vision that's so amazing that those are your gifts like whatever it is whether it's crocheting whether it's healing whether it's coaching whether it's whatever your health and wellness whatever your passion your gifts are like it's so important that you create a environment you design you engineer you you build you create like you are responsible you listening to this right now I want you to write this down i am responsible for creating my environment of support of coaching, of empowerment, of everything that you want, everything you want to feel from your environment. If you don't know what that looks like, talk to someone like Petty and get clarity on that. Get clarity on how do I design my environment? How do I shift out of you know this kind of low low vibration, low frequency, low energy people who I've been around? Maybe these people aren't aren't the best fit for you. Maybe you just don't know exactly what your next steps are to, to go from, you know, side hustler or just practicing personal development, trying to figure things out into actually taking that leap, taking that launch and, and creating success in your business. I love it because the thing is that I've been there when I tried to do it all by myself, you know, and like you have the saying in America, like I was just throwing spaghetti on the wall and trying to see, and I bet it's like Italian because it's spaghetti, but anyway, let's give you credit. <laughs> Like throwing spaghetti on the wall and hoping that it's going to stick. And that's Mm -hmm. what I was doing. I was reading the books, listening to the podcast, you know, and, and I'm like, okay, like what's wrong with me? Because this doesn't feel right. And it's Mm -hmm. because I didn't have the right support. And uh, when people ask me like, why you're doing what you're doing? And the easiest answer ever, it's, I just created something I wish existed. I truly wish there would be a community of, you know, other 10 women who would have my back, who I can bounce my ideas, who can help me to grow. Like, I don't want to, like, I don't want to do this alone. Mm. Mm. This is powerful. I think it's, I just really want it to land for people out there listening right now, especially women, because I think that's who this is conversation mostly is directed towards, but there might be some men out there listening. Go, go men, try to understand the, the women in your life. I'm, I, I get it. I'm, I'm on that journey. <laughs> it is an endless, endless journey of, of discovery and curiosity and wonder of how in the world does she see life? I, I, I don't know, but... <laughs> We'll, we'll keep taking one step at a time because uh, the rewards are out of this world and uh, just so, so grateful. So we talked about the body love. We talked about the value of, of a tribe. Got that in there. Um, what are some other things, strategies, tips that you feel are, are really important that women know about to really cultivate that self-love? Absolutely. One of the things that I recommend to my client, it's write yourself a love letter. Like, do you know how beautiful it feels when, you know, you were a little or you were a teenager or even now, like I still get a love note and it makes me feel so special and so beautiful. And I just love that. So instead of waiting for others to feel that, Mm. that excitement and that love, 
you write yourself the letter because for most of us women, we have this inner mean girl, you know, Melissa Ambrosini, she was a guest on my podcast. She even wrote a book about it. It's, we have this inner critic and I think men have it too, you know, like it's so easy to find what's wrong. What's wrong with me? Why I don't have a high energy? Why I'm not motivated? Why I didn't do a 10 sales call today? Like it's so easy to find what's wrong with us and what can we improve. And I truly believe that when we can tap into the love and seeing what's good with us, we unlock absolutely different energy. So write yourself a love letter in a third person and truly celebrate what do you love about yourself. And mm. if there is nothing yet that you love, because listen, when I was on my personal like journey, I used to hate myself. I hate my body. I, you know, attempted for suicide. I was hurting my body and struggling with eating disorder. And all of these things, when I attempted to do the mirror work or cultivate the self-love, it wasn't there. I didn't Mm. know how to do that. So where I started was acceptance. Mm. Start accepting the things that you would normally judge. For example, I am open and willing to accept to myself, even though I'm in the process of paying my debt. Mm. I'm open and willing to accept myself, even when I'm on a journey of releasing 10, 20, 30 pounds. You get to learn how to love yourself right now. And it doesn't mean that you're making it okay. Okay, I love me. I am hundreds of thousand dollars in debt. And like, that's okay. I just love myself. I will love my way out of that. No, you are just open and willing to accept where you are right now while you're working on that better you, while you're choosing salad over pizza, while you are, you know, getting in that yoga or gym session or you go for a walk or while you are embracing that morning routine. Yeah. And I want to add to this because like I am open and willing to accept myself even when blank, right? So that even when is like, hey, I, I'm, I'm going to accept myself. Even when even when doesn't mean that you have a, a free pass to do whatever you want, whenever you want and go like just ruin your life, right? No, it's, it's even when I fall down, even when I act dumb, even when I am foolish, even when I know I should be doing something else, but I slip back into old habits. Like I still love and accept myself even when that happens. But you know, you know your intention is, hey, but I'm really here. And I'm really here to transform this area of my life, my relationships, my health, my, my business, whatever it is. But it starts with being able to accept yourself and like look at yourself honestly in the mirror. Because I think that's something a lot of people can't do very easily or very well is like vulnerably, authentically look at themselves in the mirror. And even, even saying the, like, I love you in the mirror, like some people might say that, but are you, are you embodying that going back to what you were talking about in the beginning? Right? Like that's, that is so important. Are you, are you really aligned with the words that are coming out of your mouth? And and you and I, like, this is a constant journey for us. Like we're, we're powerful speakers, powerful communicators. We have brilliant vocabulary. And like the, the alignment with the words, the embodiment, feeling, owning those words and the emotions that come with it, that's what causes the shift. That's what causes the results. And so when we speak the words often enough and focus on embodying the energy that we know is meant to come with it, that's when the transformation happens. So um, just start with that acceptance. If, if you're out there listening right now and you, you want to 
really take on loving yourself, self-love with yourself. Ask yourself, are you first willing to accept yourself? Look in and look in the mirror, and you might need to go through some forgiveness as well. I know a, a exercise we both practice is the Ho'oponopono, so the Hawaiian um, "I'm sorry, uh, thank you." What is it? "I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you, I love you." I think is you could do it in different orders, but "I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you, I love you." And there's also Lisa Nichols' awesome technique, which is like the three sevens, or I don't know what she calls it, but seven things that you're proud of yourself for seven things you forgive yourself for, and then seven things you commit to for yourself. And you look at yourself in the mirror every day and you do this and it will transform your life because you're starting to really dig deep into the things that you didn't want to talk about, the things you didn't want to look at, the darkness that you didn't want to face, but the willingness on a daily basis to say, here's what's coming up for me today. You know, like I cheated on my meal. Here's what's coming up for me today. I feel ashamed about my debt. Here's what's coming up for me today. I didn't hit my numbers that I wanted to hit yesterday. And the continual process of that creates a relationship with yourself where you can trust yourself instead of shaming and oppressing that innocent little child inside of you who just wants to come out and play and wants to be free and, and expressed. But because we beat ourselves up so often, then it doesn't feel safe oftentimes for a lot of people's little six-year-old self, like my, my six-year-old bowl cut Chris to come out and, and play in the dirt, you know, like he's not, so he, he didn't feel safe for a long time. But after doing these exercises, I started to create that relationship with him. Yeah, that's so beautiful. And I love that you're bringing out the word safe. Mm. When women can be feeling safe, they can be in their feminine. Very often we step into our masculine power because we're not feeling safe and protected. And we're like, okay, I just got to put my masculine hoodie on and I got to go and I got to do and I got to hustle because if not this and this is not going to happen and I'm not feeling safe. Mm. And so when you can truly embrace and believe and embody the love in your life that you have within you, you will feel safe because nobody can take it away from you. Mm. 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 I love it. That That's safety. That's so powerful. I think that's what we all want to feel, to be able to express the deepest parts of ourselves, right? Like the, as a kid, we're so unleashed. We're so unleashed in our self-expression. We're so unleashed in who we are and, and all these aspects of ourselves. And then these wounds happen where we start to repress the, the parts of ourselves, the aspects of ourselves that we think, oh, well, maybe I shouldn't say, share that. Maybe I shouldn't, you know, contribute that, that to the world. I'm going to hide that from people. And so having relationships, having coaches, having people, friends, whoever, who can give us permission to bring that out. Like I got a friend, Justin Norris, who is just an awesome, awesome dude. He's like, from the moment I met him, his level of self-expression was like, man, you, you just are tapped in. You, you don't, you don't give a crap what people think about you. And it's like that energy of like, he's just going to express himself, just going to be himself no matter what is so freaking powerful. And I, I love having people like that around me. Absolutely. And being unapologetic, right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> unapologetically abandoned. And like you said, you know, it's, it's truly about being surrounded by those people who see the greatness in you and who you aspire to be like. Because very often when we're on our journey and when we start rising, there will be people who want to bring us down, who don't yeah. feel safe with us shining the light yep. because they're like, where are you going? Like, why are you shining so bright? They're not going to say it this way, but they will say like, oh, I wouldn't do this or I wouldn't do that or you're becoming arrogant or why you're so loud. So like, they will start to put you in the box so mm. they can feel safe 
And I truly believe that it's so important to be surrounded by people who can see your greatness and who will celebrate you for you even when you are in the doubt. And that's something, like you said, coaching community can do that for you. Yeah. I love it. I love it. So we talked about the body love. We talked about the letter to our, our self, right? Self-love letter. Um, talked about the Ho'oponopono, doing some mirror work. What else? is? I know you you got this like endless toolbox of things that you can like unleash on your clients. And uh, I'm like, where did you come up with that? So, like, I don't know. It just I had it. it just, and, and being surrounded by coaches, yes. investing in coaches, reading books from coaches. <laughs> So it's like, and I truly believe that we we don't get in life what we want. We get what we are ready for. Mm. So, for example, like when I um, I bought the book uh, from Abraham Hicks many many years ago, mm-hmm. and I read it, I'm like, this doesn't make sense. I don't get it. It's annoying. And I was coming back and forth, and it just didn't work, you know, for me at the moment. But then when I was ready, I started to realize, oh, wow, wow, that makes sense. And I started to share it with my clients and my family and I see the changes and transformations. So, yeah, I really feel like I invested so much time and money and energy into myself that now it's just like, oh, it's like this uh, magician, you know, like I have a hat and I'm just like, instead of bringing out the rabbits i'm bringing out the tools of self-love and development and growth so one another technique that i truly truly love is writing the list of your accomplishments Mm -hmm. it goes back to feeling good enough because as, as i mentioned before it's so much easier to see what you can change what's not so good but when you can really write a list of 30 accomplishments where you can, and no matter how big or small, it's just your accomplishments that come to your mind. And sometimes it's so small. It's like, hey, I didn't feel like, and I put a clothes on today and I went out to the world, you know, or I finished my school earlier, or I didn't yell at the driver who cut me off. Like that's a big accomplishment sometimes, you know? So write down 30 accomplishments and look at that list. And see what really stands out for you. I, you know, like I love colors, so I love highlighting everything. So I highlight the things that stand out for me mm. because it really resonates with who I am. Because then I finished my school earlier. That's amazing. And I love it. Huge. And it's not my soul calling. It doesn't, right. it doesn't like resonate so much. So really looking at your accomplishments, you're like, you see, you are good enough. You see, you can do this. You see, you are lovable. So it's super important to celebrate you. Yeah. And I think, like you said, it's it's really identifying with what is most important to you. Because like you graduated college, I graduated with my electrical engineering degree. I'm like, okay, this is this is not something I'm really like, I, I, I wasn't for a long time proud of it. I wasn't like, oh, this is so awesome that I have my engineering degree. Because I said, I want to be an entre- entrepreneur. Like what use use does this degree serve me to be an entrepreneur? Practically nothing, right? Is what I thought, and um, you know I just kept getting feedback from a lot of people saying, "Dude, that was that was good that you did that. It's good that you got your master's degree. It's like so awesome because people dream of doing that. People dream of of being where you're at, and so to let that land that hey, you know, like it's awesome, and to also get clear on what is most important to us." 
So entrepreneurship is super important to me. So as of right now, this this 12-hour live stream, doing 129 of them and interviewed over, interviewing over 700 guests in the last three years, like that is one of the things that I'm most proud of because I'm able to help people get their message out, like impact, legacy, connecting, living my purpose, you know, like that is the things that, some of the things that I'm most proud of. And I know that those values of growth, of legacy, of um, even love and playfulness and having fun, I'm doing what I love I'm doing what I'm passionate about here like that is so important that we're, we have that level of self-awareness and I think oftentimes what might stop people from having self-love is they don't really know who they are and why they should love themselves what they've done what what are the unique gifts and qualities about them that are valuable just because they haven't taken the time to either one look or two, develop those qualities into shining even more, right? Because like we're, we have gifts coming into this world, but what do we do with them and how do we develop them? I think a lot of people take their, their things that they, that they have that come natural to them for granted, you know? Exactly. And that's the thing. Like we are, we think that, oh my gosh, I'm not gifted because I'm not Mozart or Beethoven or mm. whatever, you know, it's like, because that's like, mastery of something and we're like mm. I just don't have nothing but we don't acknowledge it because it comes easy to us like mm. when people tell me I feel amazing around you you make me feel grounded you make me feel safe I, I feel like I can trust you and you open my heart and I see the possibilities I'm like yeah but I don't do anything mm. it's my natural gift and you know like how happy I am that I acknowledge it now because that's something that I can share with women yeah. And it's not, I didn't know it's not normal. Yeah. And before you're probably like, like I can get paid for that. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I'm so happy you're bringing it up because our natural gifts come easy to us. Sometimes we feel like icky to get paid for it. You know, it's, it's challenging because we are like, well, I'm here to serve the world. I'm here to help. So I will be helping for free and I'll just overwhelm myself and burn myself out. And your gifts were given to you because nobody else can do it like you. Mm. And you can attract people who get you with such ease that I just truly believe that, and it's so good that you mentioned about the free content. We get to give free content out there because that's our legacy. And Mm. when people pay, they pay attention. So even when we put out there the podcast, even when we put out the eBooks and freebies and do these, you know, live streamings and all of that, that's amazing. And how many people will really take an action? Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it takes someone who's hungry, you know, and usually the people who are hungry, who they've, they've invested. And uh, I, I think it's also being willing to, no matter what, what is currently happening in the world or society or your industry, it's like being willing to say, I don't care what other people are doing. I'm going to do this my way. I'm going to do this because this is the life I want to live. So even for the, for example, this 12-hour live stream, it is unlike any other podcast, right? Nobody does it the way that we do it. And so the way that we've been able to keep it going is through our guests investing in coming on the spots, right? It's like, okay, but there's this conflict that I want to I want to bring people on for free and deliver this amazing content and things like that, but I know that my gifts are valuable. I know that the time and the energy that I put into this, the team that we have, the debriefings that we do, like all, it's like an experience. And the thing that I think we can do to ourselves is like sabotage ourselves and say, oh, well, it's just, it's like everyone else. 
know, oh, I'm just like this other person and they're already crushing it. They're already making money. So there's no more room for me in my gifts. So I might as well, you know, like, uh, and then it's a self-sabotage. It's the doubt. It's the criticism. It's just like bringing ourselves down when I'm like, no, it's, this is a unique experience. How do I own that this is unique? How do I design and develop it more? How do I get coaches and mentors and people around me to give me feedback and help me to see it, see the value in it? Instead of trying to self-criticize and bring myself down, how do I do that? And so I think even when we're on the self-love journey, going back to that tribe, it's like how do you have people around you who, who uniquely show you you are valuable. You have your unique gifts that nobody has. Nobody can do it the way that you do. Nobody has the story that you have. Like you get to create your experience. And even if you're similar to someone else, like it doesn't matter. Like there's there's more than enough room out here. There's more than enough opportunity. There's more than enough abundance in the world to serve people. Absolutely. And that's the thing that when you start looking at yourself as someone who is unique, and embrace your journey that's when you stop giving damn about other people i'm not saying don't care about people but other people are not you their journey it's not yours and i would never take an advice from a person who is not where i want to be Mm. Mm. that's something we get to look at because i love and respect myself enough now to say no to the things that are not heck yes and give myself permission and the grace to have the space and time to, oh, let me think about it. Yeah. Because so many women, and I was there recovering people pleaser, we will do anything and everything to make other people happy and not take care of our well-being and ourselves. And that leads to burnout and, and physical, you know, yeah. illness. Yeah. Powerful. Powerful stuff, Petia. So tell us more about like this upcoming year. What's your big focus and how are you bringing more self-love to the world and to your tribe? And how are you doing that? Oh my goodness. So I declare last year that I am the advocate for women who are meant for more mm-hmm. because I was one of them. I knew that there is more in life than what I'm currently experiencing because if this is it, I really don't want to be participating. And there are so many other women who know they're meant for more. They just don't know what that more is and mm-hmm. how to live it. So I have a couple things. Well, I have so many things coming up. And <laughs> the closest one is I'm opening a door for meant for more mastermind and it's online group coaching for 10 women. I'm the 11th one. Mm-hmm. I love the alignment and it's all the investment. It's only one eleven a month. Which is incredible. That's something that it's for women who are in transition, Mm -hmm. who still are not in a place that let me invest thousands and thousands of dollars in coaching, but I'm still open and willing to learn and grow. So that's something that I'm super excited for, where I offer these strategies and sustainable support and expert speakers. And to do something in person, it's again Las Vegas meant for more absolutely incredible women's event we had it last year and this year is going to be even better even bigger and not because last year wasn't enough but because we love amplifying the impact Mm -hmm. so that's happening on my birthday that it's my birthday gift to myself April 24 to 26. I love it I love it it's going to be a blast Uh, while you're talking I was thinking about 
family and how how important family is in um, self-love. And I know sometimes we can have really difficult family members, and sometimes we can have family members who we really love and want to be there for. How do you relate to family and self-love and the different types of family members that might show up? Wow, that's that's a huge topic for me because I had to go through some healing, you know, with my mom and, and with my siblings. And I I learned that forgiveness, it's a huge part of self-love because when we are forgiving, we don't say that what the other people did was right, but we are coming from a place of compassion and love mm. and we are giving ourselves the space to fill it with love instead of resentment and instead of judgment. So I think that's really important to meet people where they are, not only with our clients, but also with our family members. Mm. Instead of blaming them why you were not this way when I needed you to be this way, it's just like really accepting and embracing the fact that we chosen our parents we chosen our family members before we came to this earth mm. and the experiences that we had were the ones that we need to be on our journey so really meeting our parents and our family members where they are instead of trying to force them to be different because we think that we know better, we don't know anything about their journey. So when I started to do that, and instead of trying to change my family, I just inspired them to change by the way I was being. Hmm. For the woman out there who's afraid to let people in and like let down her walls, like I think we touched on it a little bit earlier, but I just want to recap on it. What What does that woman do? How does that person learn to trust? How does that person learn to let love in for herself and let love in from others? I truly believe that it comes back to going back to the basics and connecting with your intuition, mm -hmm. looking at your life and the situations and the circumstances that you went going through when you did trust that your intuition where and how it felt in your body and when you did not. Mm -hmm. Because your intuition, your higher self, your future self, whatever you will call it, is always guiding you and it cannot guide you to the wrong path because it knows the path of the least resistance, the fastest road to go. Yeah. So when you really learn to trust your intuition and when something doesn't feel right, it's not right. Sometimes mm -hmm. we get to do things that don't feel good, like brushing our teeth or doing the bed or doing the sales calls. We, sometimes we just don't want to be adulting. That's different, feeling right and feeling good. But check in with yourself. Check in how and where it feels in your body and trust it. And just it it's just comes down to like a couple minutes of silence just within yourself. Listen to yourself instead of listening to everybody else. When you start listening to yourself, your intuition, your inner voice will start talking to you again. Because how many years you were shutting it down and saying like, hey, don't talk to me. Like, I don't care. I got to be doing, I got to go. I got to hustle. I got to work. Yeah. I yeah. And I think, I think, um, something else that was coming up for me is like finding the people who you feel safe around going back to that, that point is like, you really get to give yourself permission to start peeling away the layers one at a time and, and, you know, trusting people just a little bit more and opening up just a little bit more. And, and it might feel like a little risky. It might feel a little scary, 
to to open up and to like let people in if if someone's been hurt in the past or hurt themselves or judged themselves or you know pushed away that that intuition or that inner inner child but what's the what's the alternative mm. ask yourself what's the alternative listen we all been hurt like i don't care if you're five year old or 50 year old or 95 year old you've been hurt throughout your life closing your heart doesn't mean you close it in it like just for the bad stuff you're closing it for everything yeah. so you will be on your dead bed and you will be thinking like what if what if mm. i don't want to be there like I let my heart open and then because you are so tapped into your intuition and yourself, you know who, what feels right and who to trust and who don't. And just embracing that everything is a very valuable lesson and gift for you. So yeah, it's scary, but I can guarantee you most of the girls, most of the women who are starting to work with me, it's because they're hiding. I can tell. Mm. You're not shining right. You're not showing up. You're not unapologetic. I don't care like how you're presenting yourself. People cannot feel you. People won't trust you. People won't buy from you. And I don't care if you have your own business or you're just selling dinner to your kids. Like, oh, you got to eat your veggies. Mm -hmm. Like you're always selling something. And when you're not being open and when your heart is not open, people don't trust you. Even they don't know why they don't trust you. Yeah, it's like subconscious influence, subconscious effect that oftentimes we don't even know we're putting out there right it's like we don't know what we don't know and so having that person outside of you accountability partner coach friend whatever someone who you, who you really trust because there's lots of friends who want to give advice and i think what you said earlier is like who who can i really trust that to give me that advice who can i really trust who can i who am i willing to take advice from they have my best interest at heart and you know, you said like who I wouldn't trade places with or, you know, they don't they don't haven't achieved what I want to achieve. I think everyone has the ability to contribute to us and share their perspective. And I may not necessarily want to trade places with them, but I think just being open to the people who I respect and would value the feedback from because of whatever they've accomplished. You know, I may not may not want to trade places with a um, a super techie person who's like building website backends and stuff like that, but I'm willing to take advice from them because they can help me with my website to make it better. I truly believe that I, I, I stand for this really, but you just get to look at it from a little bit different perspective. There are places I would trade with people because of their strategies, because mm. of their health, because of their, they're different. It's not like I would trade my life for you, but in the area that we're speaking, you're an expert. I trust you mm. because I'm not going to take a financial advice from a broke person. Right. I'm not going to take a relationship advice from somebody who is 10 times divorced. So it's really looking at the person and seeing how that advice is sinking. Mm. Does this resonate? So I'm not going to be taking advice on how to be a healthy person from a person who is still on a journey and not loving their body enough to, you know, be healthy. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Makes sense. So again, let's remind our peeps how they can stay connected with you and the mastermind, how they can get involved and what, what's the benefits of that again? Absolutely. So my favorite place to hang out, it's in my Unapologetically Abundant Woman Facebook group or just my Instagram, Petya Kolibova, my two favorite places I am in every single day. And my Mentformer Mastermind, we are opening and uh, enrolling on February 20 because it's 02-2020, which 
is number eight, which is abundance. And really, the I truly believe that the best um, from the mastermind is the sustainable support, being surrounded by sisterhood, and having the strategies on how to succeed in life and a business, but not just by doing, working hard, but relaxing, receiving, tapping into your feminine, because this is only for women, and truly overcoming your self-limiting beliefs and rewriting your story so you can leave the impact and create the income that you truly want. Boom. I love it. And how do they get that again? It's an uh, bit... You will. I will share the link okay. in the show notes. That will be the easiest because with my accent, we can be here for an hour. But it's just bit.ly forward slash and it's a capital M, capital F, men or more and mastermind so i'm sharing it in the show notes and i have only few spots left so ladies when you know that and i love danny how and jessica like how super supportive they are it's so incredible ladies thank you so much for being here and to really showing up and sharing your light and for those women who want to keep rising in their life and their business join me because I can guarantee you that this is going to shift your life. Boom shakalaka. Oh my gosh. Go check out our podcast too, Unapologetically Abundant. Petya, you're an amazing, amazing human being, woman, goddess, queen, and uh, daughter, future wife of some lucky man. Uh, <laughs> and uh, just awesome, doing awesome things in the world. So thank you for shining your light for sharing your gifts, for loving yourself, and teaching others how to love themselves. You're amazing. Thank you so much for all the work you do. I'll see you soon. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for tuning in. Right now, we've reached the end of this episode, but this is the start of a whole new beginning. Each and every moment, you have an opportunity to rewrite your story. Right here, right now, Decide and commit who you are going to be. Think about how you will use these ideas, wisdom, and inspiration to make the difference in your life. What actions will you take today and every day to step into your greatest possible self? Again, a big shout out to our sponsor, EmployeeEscapePlan.com. If you're committed to learning how to truly harness your abilities and passions to serve the people who are hungry and desperate for what you have to offer, make a great income off of your genius, or if you're ready to get more clients to pay you more money, head over to www.employeeescapeplan.com and let Joe know you were sent by Chris. Did you enjoy this episode? Let your friends know about it. Share the website, beyourgps.com, and send me some love on social media. If you want to clarify your vision, uncover blind spots, get more energy, tap into your flow, and take massive action, head over to beyourgps.com forward slash coaching to schedule some time into my calendar. Now, master yourself, create your reality, and make every day your best day ever. <laughs>